0: Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. As the first in my series on being a female hockey player, I sat down with Willow Barnes, senior goaltender for the Carmel Rams, and Grace Lunder, senior goaltender for the Byram Hills Bobcats. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and this is another part of my Being a Female Hockey Player episode. I am pleased to be joined by Willow Barnes, senior goaltender for the Carmel Rams. She's taken a few minutes out of her day to chat with me, and I really do appreciate it. Welcome to the show, Willow. Hi. Um, How old were you when you uh, started skating? Uh,
1: I was around four years old when I started skating, but... Uh, my older brothers, Jackie and Gray, they were big on hockey and obviously older than me. So they needed a goalie. So they would put me in between like, any two posts around the house or wherever we went and just shoot on me. So it's kind of a forced decision becoming a goalie, but you know it worked out.
0: I was actually going to ask you, did you start out being a goalie? And I think it's great because, again, a lot of times when you hear, whether it's NHL guys or college guys, you know, whenever the kids want to do a pickup game or something, they always need a goalie. So they'll throw whoever right, right. in between the pipes or in between the posts. And next thing you know, um, you're, you're doing it, um, at the, at the next level. Um, what do you like most about playing high school hockey?
1: Um, what I like most about high school hockey is the relationships and bonds that you take out of it. Like I've grown up with the kids that I play with, like Nick Smith, the Vinnie Massett and Jake Alfonzetti. And we like got to watch each other grow as we like, like, went through the system the four years and we've just became a family and it makes like every win more enjoyable and every loss easier to overcome.
0: Uh, I love it. I love the idea that you guys are a family. You're not just a team. You're not just a collection of kids that come together on a Friday or Saturday or whenever your games are played. Um, what's your pregame routine? I know again, as a goaltender, um, you might have, you know, like a specific way of putting on your equipment or, you know, what you do to get into the zone. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, goalies is a mental game. It's like very difficult to find like the things that you need to think about before the game. But what works for me is I need to eat some chicken, no matter what kind, because I need chicken before the game. And I need at least a two hour power nap.
0: <laughs> okay, I love it. Two hour power nap and chicken. All right, so I guess who's your what's your go-to spot for chicken up uh, up your way before the it's game? It's like
1: uh this it doesn't really matter like where. I don't it's just like my mom brings home like trays from restaurants or like chicken cutlets and okay. it just works out.
0: Love it. Love it. Um in your opinion, Willow, what's the toughest rink to play in?
1: Um I usually adapt pretty well to every rink, but if I had to pick, it'd be the Hutch when playing against Pelham because they they pack the stands with the crowds and like hockey is their biggest sport in that school so it's just nerve-wracking like the whole experience and it's just that's the rank i have to pick
0: well i have to tell you i was there in person for their banner raising home opener and i couldn't tell that you were rattled <laughs> at all because you stood tall in between the pipes and uh, you you played them hard to a 1-1 overtime tie. So stick taps out to you. That definitely, I mean, I've seen you play before, but I think that definitely puts you on the map to people who maybe aren't familiar with Carmel or aren't familiar with your uh, your play. So
1: that was, that was what we were going for with that game. We wanted to get noticed again.
0: So uh, it worked out. Absolutely. What's one thing, again, I know you play um, travel, uh, actually, you play travel, I believe, with Grace Lunder from uh, Byram Hills. So um, what's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you on a team road trip, whether it's with the Carmel Rams or whether it's with that's uh, the Lady Bulldogs, correct?
1: Yes, okay. definitely headphones. I could not function if I did not have headphones.
0: So what's playing in the headphones, may I ask?
1: I uh, My music range is very vast. It goes from country to rap. So rock and roll, like, it, it just depends on the mood of the game.
0: Okay. Listen, whatever works, you know, whatever gets you in that zone. Um, Willow, do you have an embarrassing on-ice moment that you can share with us?
1: I have two embarrassing on-ice moments I could share with you. <laughs> One the, was letting Joe Geary score his first varsity goal on me last year. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> and two was my freshman year I don't remember who we were playing someone important I think and I went to go play the puck behind the net and I literally just like wiped out and I haven't played the puck since
0: oh my goodness you right know, in front of the whole crowd you know who else should take a, le- a note from you Henrik Lundqvist of the Rangers he should not play the puck that is not <laughs> not his forte I'm a Ranger fan as you know um, but Hank is not the best yeah, pup, uh, it's, puck Yeah, it's hammer.
1: scary. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I just stay in the crease, my safe place. Were,
0: were you in Brewster <laughs> when that happened? Do you remember? Uh, yes. Okay, because I know a couple of the goalies I've talked to talk about how the 98 rink has a funny little bump in the corner where the Zamboni comes out, and sometimes that affects... I would
1: blame the bump, but it was on the other side.
0: So I blame myself. All right. Okay. (laughs) Just trying to help you out a little bit. Um, What is the biggest challenge you faced either on the ice or off for being a female hockey player?
1: Uh, aside from finding a locker room, the biggest challenge I face is overcoming the doubt that comes with being a female hockey player, because everyone in section one wants to make a name for themselves, and it's made even harder for the girls because they're so quick to be overlooked on the ice, right. so that's definitely
0: it. Well, you're joining a very a, a distinguished group of young ladies. As I mentioned earlier, I've, I had Grace Lunder on from Byram, I had Caitlin Brown from Fox Lane. I had four girls from Somers, North Salem. Haley Deneen, Megan Deneen, Rachel Ross, Sarah Moray. I had Ashlyn Cavanaugh on. I've got you on today. I also have Mackenzie Schroeder lined up from Monroe Woodbury. So I've got you know a nice complement of, uh, of girls that like to play the sport. And right. I, I really do appreciate you taking the time out. As the father of two girls, I'm all about empowering females, um, whatever right. the sport, whatever whatever the platform or the arena. Have you ever been treated differently, like chirped or hit, either on the ice again or off the ice because of your gender?
1: Um, I don't really get treated differently on the ice, aside from like my defenseman being super protective around the net. Uh, I'm treated the same as every other goalie.
0: Okay. all right. I'm glad to hear that. Um, There are rumors about Section 1 starting an all-girls hockey league. Um, What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, in my opinion, I don't think that there should be an all girls hockey league in Section 1. Like, the co ed experience is something I find extremely important. Like, I'm so grateful to be able to be on the team with the kids that I am. And if there was a girls team that I needed to be on, I would have never created the bonds and friendships that I have with them. And the fact that we have an opportunity to play boys hockey, which is a whole different level compared to girls, it gives us a chance to become better hockey players and just like a chance to get the fire that comes with watching a teammate take a hit or something like that which doesn't come with girls hockey.
0: Yeah, that's something I learned when I interviewed all the girls who I mentioned to you a few seconds ago that they don't hit in the girls league which yeah. I find interesting. And some of them also commented on the pace and the intensity just being a little bit different. So
1: See, it, it definitely is different, but girls hockey is, like, special in its own way. Like, we, the passing is just, like, there's no mistakes. Like, it's fluent because like, there's no hitting or there's, like, you have to just make plays and play smart. So, watching girls hockey is just watching a very smart game, even though it is slow. You have to really appreciate the sport to appreciate girls
0: hockey. I would imagine that that helps you. You know, in your in your game as well, if if it's such precise passing and play in front of you,
1: it definitely does. Excellent.
0: Hey, three more questions for you, well, then I'll let you go. What's your favorite sport to play besides hockey, if you have one?
1: Well, with hockey, I started horseback riding as well, but like, and I did. I was really good at it. I actually live on a farm. I have five horses now that we rescued, and uh, I just like I didn't get to stick with it because I had to commit to hockey, which is like. You know, so I don't that's like I love horseback riding, but I have to play hockey over it because I love hockey more.
0: That's that's awesome about the rescuing the horses. I think that's great. And um, thank you. And uh, again, I I have a couple of nieces that live down in uh, New Jersey and they love they love horseback riding as well. Um, Okay, favorite professional hockey player, past or present.
1: Yeah, I don't have one. I don't really watch NHL to be honest.
0: Okay. So <laughs> that's listen, that's fine. Uh, you know what, to be honest with you, once the high school season starts, I don't really have time to watch the NHL yeah. either. It's crazy. I watch the I watch the highlights every morning on NHL Network, but I have not sat and watched the game in its right. entirety outside of like let's say the Rangers home opener. Or I, I went to a couple of games, and obviously, if you're there, you're watching. But it's not—it's yes, not, it's not yeah. like it, it's not like it is. Once this, you know, once the hockey season starts, it's a grind from start to finish. Right. All right. So I do, So the last question is: Do you have a, prof, a a favorite professional team? Is there like a team that you check out, or there's a team that maybe you you have a little bit of an interest in, or now?
1: Yes, I do, but not for the reason that you think. Go ahead. It's the Philadelphia Flyers, and solely for the reason that. I love Philly
0: cheesesteaks. <laughs> okay, hey, listen, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. As a school counselor, it's my job to advise the the future of America. The next time you go to Philly, I want you to go to the Reading Terminal Market, which is very similar to South Street Seaport in New York. They have all kinds of stands with different kinds of foods and you know different kinds of arts crafts, whatever. So, Reading Terminal Market. Go to Dinnicks. D i n i c s. They have okay. a, they have a sandwich there. That is better than any Philly cheesesteak you'll ever try. It is, you can either get hot roast beef, hot roast pork with either broccoli rabe or spinach, sharp provolone, and au jus on like a fresh Italian roll. How does that sound?
1: That sounds incredible and I'll definitely
0: be there. Hey, uh, so who has the best cheesesteak in your opinion? Pats. Pats. Okay, you heard it here. Only on the HV Pucks podcast. Willow Barnes is a fan of Pat's. So forget it, Genos. You missed the boat. All right. Uh, Willow, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to speak with me this morning. And I look forward to seeing you on the ice. Particularly, I want to say it's Monday, January 15th. The Carmel Rams will be traveling up to ice time where I serve as the PA announcer. So I'll get to see you uh, kind of from a different perspective from the booth as opposed to, you know, from the stand. So enjoy your Sunday. Thanks again. And uh, we'll see you so much for having me on. Uh, It's my pleasure and best of luck with the rest of the season.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Grace Lunder, senior goaltender for the Byram Hills Bobcats. Um, This is part of my Being a Female Hockey Player episode. As the father of two girls, I'm all about doing things to empower females whether it's in sports, whether it's in education, or other aspects of their life. So, Grace, thank you so much for joining me today.
2: Thank you for having me. All right.
0: We'll get right into the interview. So, how old were you when you started skating?
2: I was 12, so, like, seventh grade.
0: Okay. All right. Um, And did you automatically, like, jump into being a goaltender? Did you start at another position? So, tell me about that.
2: Um, My parents wouldn't let me be a goalie. Okay. So... They sent me for a week of just, like, skating around, and I hated it because I thought it was too much work. I was like, I begged her for, like, three months, my mom, and then she finally let me do it.
0: Okay, and you've been a goalie ever since. Yeah. You haven't looked back. No. Okay. And I'm looking forward to seeing you actually on Monday, December 4th, when you come over to Ice Time with the Bobcats to take on the Crusaders. I'll be in the booth um making the calls working the scoreboard i have no idea what i'm doing so hopefully hopefully it'll all work out um what do you like most i know you play travel as well um, but what do you like most about playing high school hockey
2: just the fans like even if it's just kids or parents but there's always so many people compared to playing travel right and especially when we got to the semis and it was john Jay, I like playing in front of that many people even if it's not your own crowd like the best feeling ever. And just the chance
0: and the energy is all insane. I did a I did an episode last year on travel versus high school hockey, and as you know, because you play travel, you know, the, obviously the comp the compete level and the talent at travel doesn't always compare to high school. But the crowd, the momentum, the energy, you're not gonna get that playing in some random tournament yeah. in Massachusetts or Pennsylvania or Maryland. So I definitely hear you on that. Um, what's your pre-game routine if you have one?
2: depending on, like, when the bus leaves, because sometimes it's, like, right after school, but sometimes I have time. Um, normally, it's just the same. Right when I get to the rink, because I've been to most of the rinks, so right when I get there, I always know where, like, the bench is, because I'm superstitious and I don't go in the locker room. And I always put my bag down, then my pads down on the right, and then my stick, and I immediately start getting dressed. Like, most people go warm up or they stretch. I just immediately start getting dressed. Um, and then I always put my bottom half on, and then I just sit for probably like five minutes and I just think about the game. And then I get the rest of my dressed.
0: Okay. We're getting a little insider information here. <laughs> um, what's All right. So, again, uh, w- actually, what's the toughest rink? What's the toughest rink in this area, in your opinion, to play in? Playland. Playland? 100%. I
2: don't what? know why. Yeah. Okay. Every single time we go. Normally, like my freshman and sophomore year, we played um, Town Harrison a lot. And that's when we, when we weren't very good. And we always lost. I don't know why. And then we played, last year we played Rye. And it was still probably one of the toughest games we've played all season. We got the win. But, like, there's something about that ring. It's so difficult.
0: I can almost equate it to, like, Henrik Lundqvist's struggles uh, in Montreal yeah. at the Bell Center. Like, it, you, you can't really explain It's just some rings you just don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. And I know you play travel, so what's one thing, whether you're, you're taking the road trip, because it's going to be an hour to get to ice time, or on a road trip going to a tournament, what's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you on a road trip?
2: Headphones. We have a huge speaker, and one of the kids on my team brings, and we all like to get like hyped together, but their music isn't my music, right? so I just get in the zone with my earbuds.
0: Okay, all right. Usually it's a pillow earbuds Mm -hmm. cell phone charger um i want to say ed witts talked about hygiene products and it's important to bring those especially after a game um do you have an embarrassing on ice moment that you can share with us
2: yeah um i've let in my fair share of half ice goals uh, but i think the worst one 'cause i don't really get embarrassed that easily because on the ice i don't know like, I feel like they can't see me with my helmet, but the worst is when it was like our second to last game of the season last year, and we played scarsdale right and it was probably like our biggest challenge yet, and we had we just like got off the bus and we were so pumped we we're like we're gonna beat them we're gonna get it and um thought probably like, this third shot this kid literally flicks it and it went in, and that was really embarrassing
1: that,
0: absolutely that's like that's like a knuckler yeah. I actually think, not to bring him up again, I think Henry Glundquist put one of those in the other night against uh, Florida. I think first shot of the game was like one of those knucklers that just, you know, and even Scott Darling of Carolina, it was like a knuckler, and he grabbed it in the catching glove, and it just trickled through. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Um, what's one of the biggest challenges you faced, either on the ice or off the ice, being a female hockey player?
2: Um, I think when just thinking about, like, The game itself, the speed, is just... For me, I'd never been used to that. And I don't know why, but I feel like I'm sometimes not good enough just because I'm a girl to keep up with the speed, but I know that's just a thing in my head. Right. But the way the game moves... And the way I normally play with the girls is a lot different than with the guys. Right. So. so
0: your travel team is all girls? Yeah. Okay. So you play an all-girls travel team, but obviously the Bobcats are... Co- what What do you prefer?
2: Like, which one would I rather play?
0: Or what's, what's, what's the biggest difference? You said like the speed, for instance? Yeah. Playing with the girls, it's not as quick or it's quicker?
2: It's like a... It's a different...
0: Different pace? Yeah,
2: it's a different pace. Okay. Because it's not like one team is outscoring the other completely. It's all kind of the same
0: pace, so not as fast. Enough. Right. Okay. All right. Um, next question: Have you? Do you feel you've been treated differently, like you've either been chirped or hit? You know, because you're because of your gender.
2: I definitely have, like my freshman and sophomore years. Um, I probably got hit too, but I don't. I don't remember. Um, but I think the worst happened off the ice. It was after we beat John Jay last year 2 nothing. and I always get dressed on a bench so I had to go to the bathroom to like, get out of my socks and my knee pads and all that and as I'm walking I see this group of John Jay fans um, probably like 6 or 7 of them most of them are girls and they're just staring at me and I didn't think anything of it because right. that's, that's been happening my whole life Right. so then I come back and I have all my stuff in my hands and I see them And one kid overhand throws a Gatorade bottle at me, like, for some strange reason. I was like, I totally didn't think it was because I was a girl, but I'm thinking about it now. If I was a guy, that would not have happened. Right. They would not have thrown a water bottle at a guy on the hockey team. They
0: think they're trying to intimidate you, shake you up. They're probably a little upset that you, you know, took care of business. Okay. Mm. I could see that. Um, we talked a little bit about this before the interview started. There are rumors about Section 1 starting an all-girls hockey league. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that, if anything?
2: I think if I was a freshman, I would have loved to have that opportunity because I was so intimidated to do boys hockey. But now that I'm a senior, I would – I there was no chance I would want to play a girls' Section 1 team just because I love the guys' pace and how the game works and all that. Okay. And also, you want it to be like competitive. Right. And in Section 1, especially, there's maximum five girls on a team. Right. So it's not going to be that competitive.
0: At first. At first. Right.
2: But it'll grow, and hopefully sure. more girls will join, and then it'll be awesome.
0: Right. Um, what's your favorite sport to play besides hockey, if you have one?
2: Yeah. I played soccer for a really long time, so...
0: Were you a goalie in soccer too? No, no. okay. No way.
2: Um, but, yeah, I'm playing hockey all the time, but if I can play a sport, it'll be soccer.
0: Okay. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present?
2: Um, I hate the team, but Carey Price.
0: Okay. So you dislike the Habs, but you like Carey Price. So, again, as someone who played the game because I'll be the first to admit I never played.
1: Mm. What
0: do you think his struggles are this year? Do you think it's he signed that big contract? Do you think it's the pressure of playing in Montreal? Is it the team in front of him? Is it his age? Like, Do you have any insight on that, especially since you're a fan of his?
2: Well, you brought up the contract, and now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I feel like that wouldn't be pressure, but also be a lot of pressure, because it's sure. like they see you as like,
0: the savior. Yeah, You're exactly. the guy. You're the guy in Montreal.
2: Exactly. You know, and
0: they fired, they fired Tarion. They bring in Julian. Mm. And it doesn't really seem to be helping. Yeah. And I, I, you know, so I actually, the Rangers just made a minor trade. They traded Adam Cracknell, who was like a depth player on the Rangers, to Montreal for Peter Holland who I know played in Toronto. I'm not sure what he did really in Montreal, but either way. Um, favorite professional hockey team as we wrap up here?
2: The Islanders.
0: The Islanders. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask you one more question then. Do you think John Tavares is going to stay in with the Islanders?
2: I hope so. I hope if so. If he leaves, it'll be such, no way.
0: Have you been to Barclays? Yeah. What do you think of that arena?
2: I love it. Yeah. I don't know, like, apparently there's, like, an issue where the scoreboard's not aligned. Yes, the
0: Jumbotron is not completely centered. I know they've had issues with making ice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just terrible. And and, and there's, there's certain seats that are obstructed. Yeah. You know, but again, I mean, I know Islander fans that go out to Barclays, they love it. Yeah. I know Islander fans from Long Island that refuse to go to Barclays. You know, mm-hmm. all right, so listen, I have to respect... The team they have a rich history, four Stanley Cups in a row. Yeah. Uh, right now they're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. They're not a bubble team. You know. Hopefully, you know. Again, I'm I'm a firm believer as a Ranger fan that it's better when teams in this area, the Devils, the Rangers, the Islanders, play well. Yeah. And, you know, and they're in the playoffs. So I hope. I really hope Devarre States, because I think you know yeah. fans like you deserve you know a good team, deserve to be proud, deserve to you know again have yeah. a competitive club. Well, again, Grace, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to talk with me. You're listening to the HV Pucks podcast. This is your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and uh, I've just spent some time uh, with Grace Lunder, senior goaltender for the Byram Hills Bobcats. She's definitely a player to watch in Section One. Um, what do you, actually? You know what? As we wrap up here, Grace, what are your plans for uh, after high school?
2: I always wanted to play like D three hockey. But then I started thinking about what I wanted to study, and it just, I don't know what happened. But I definitely want to play club wherever I go. Okay. But D3 was my original goal. There
0: there are some great, you know, club programs. We were talking a little bit about this before we started the interview. You know, um, and and I was covering some of those teams before the high school season started. So Fordham, uh, Columbia, Stack. Uh, Ramapo, Delaware. I mean, they all have you know really competitive club programs. So again, I'll continue to follow your career after you uh, you hang it up for the Bobcats. So again, this is your boy Trav HV Pucks Podcast. That was Grace Lunder. Thanks again, Grace. Thank you, Trav.